Hey, welcome back, y'all. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Trans in Color. Before I get started tonight, I really want to say thank you for all of the support you all have shown thus far. So far, Trans in Color podcast has received almost 450 views. It's gained almost 400 new followers on Instagram. And in addition to all of that, you all have shown overwhelming support to each other, which is truly appreciated and Trans in Color's main goal. Uh, I also want to say thank you for all the feedback and the interaction. So many of you offered advice and presented your questions, so thank you for joining in on the conversation. The goal of Trans in Color is still to make a well-known safe place for trans men to form a brotherhood and to connect with others like them. And our secondary goal is to educate others on trans matters so that one day it will not carry such a stigma. All right, so last week we discussed dysphoria, and since there was so much feedback, I decided to do a follow-up. Um, there was honestly so many questions and comments that I wanted to make sure that everyone felt their concerns were directly addressed. Some of you sent in questions, feedback, or advice through voice messages, and on this episode, I'm actually going to address the audio messages. So I'll actually play each of those messages and respond to them in the best way possible. Um, right quick, let me throw that same disclaimer in there from last week. Um, I am not a doctor or a medical professional, and any advice that I give is not a replacement for talking to a medical or mental health care professional about any feelings of dysphoria and I suggest that if you are having any of those feelings, that you go ahead and speak to one of those professionals. Um, if you don't mind, I just want to do a quick refresher from last week. Dysphoria is, is defined as distress that a person experiences as a result of sex or gender that they were assigned at birth. So since Trends in Color focuses on trans men, We'll actually be discussing those of you who are born biologically female, but do not identify with that gender. All right, so let's jump into those responses. Hey, man, I like your podcast. Um, if I had to put my two cents in it, I feel like nobody really gets over dysphoria because it's always going to be something that reminds us of, you know, trying to meet up to that standard or to that cis criteria just anything like from hand size to uh feet size to height um it can even be your neck size like when you're going to try on tuxedos and things like that like all of that stuff i feel like it it plays a role and i don't necessarily feel like it's just us trans guys i feel like regular guys go through the same thing when they're they feel like they're lacking of something that you know uh, another male has so i definitely feel like no one really gets over dysphoria ever <laughs> thank you Jashir, for your feedback uh i apologize if i pronounced your name wrong it is not my intention at all um, well, Jashir, I agree with you that there are those who never really quite get over their dysphoria. Um, you know, dysphoria can present itself in so many areas of our lives, but also not everyone suffers the same. Uh, even though 
some of us may never get over our dysphoria. I know that there are many ways and different things that we can do um, to make things easier for ourselves. Um, um, also, not everyone necessarily suffers from dysphoria. And I know that there are many guys out there who have been able to cope with their feelings of dysphoria. Uh, I personally believe that with time, patience, and counseling, that it's possible to learn to cope with the feelings of dysphoria that you might be experiencing, or anyone else that's listening that you might be experiencing, um, that it is possible. Uh, thank you so much for your input this year, and I really thank you for listening. All right, let's move on. Hey guys, um, my name is Israel. I just wanted to um, say thanks um, again for leaving this or making this space for trans guys like us to have this place to talk and be free and be us. Um, I just wanted to leave a note to say that um, if there are any guys out there that are curious about what it's like being on jail versus shots or have any questions about being on jail, I'm actually about to hit a year on the 13th of being on T on jail. Um, I haven't done any shots as of yet, so I just wanted to, you know, leave that area open. Um, I'm not sure if they'll shout me out, but um, you can find me on Instagram um, with the at sign I-S-S-A-R-A-E-L-0913. Thanks. Thank you so much for your message, Israel. First off, congratulations on reaching your one year. That's such a milestone, and I really wish you all the best. I know that it takes, you know, so much courage to step outside of the box and to become the man that you know you are, despite what society says. So kudos to you, bro, and I wish you nothing but the best in your continued transition. You know, most of the information I present is from personal experience or research, and there really aren't as many people out there who are on the gel. So I really appreciate you offering your advice and experience on this topic. Um, just in case you all missed his screen name on Instagram, it's I-S-S-A-R-A-E-L-0913. So go ahead and follow him and, you know, like he said, he'd be happy to help you all with any advice that you may, that you may need regarding the Joe. Um, thank you again, Israel, and really do appreciate your support. All right, y'all, let's move on. So a quick question is, um, I am, my boyfriend is trans and I try a bunch of things to, you know, try to alleviate the dysphoria and stuff. And I, there's things that I know that I can't understand, but I was just like wondering what kind of tips or tricks or kind of more information you can give me as a trans man's girlfriend. Thanks so much, and I love it that you're doing these podcasts. Well, Nicole, thank you for reaching out. I think that you're already heading in the right direction, to be honest, because you obviously already care about your boyfriend enough to seek information and learn ways to support him. That's what's most important. All I can say is to be there, um, to care. Um, be there to listen. 
the best thing that you can do is honestly just to assure him of the man that he is. Um, whether he's had surgery or whether he's on T or not, you know, you can be that listening ear so that he can vent. Um, sometimes we just need you there to hold a space for us, not even to provide any advice or to fix it, just to be a listening ear so we can tell you about our day or how we're feeling. You just being there means a lot. Um, I think it's also important to remember that although this is an exciting time, it can also be, you know, scary or traumatic, you know, because there's those of us that are grieving the loss of family or friends in conjunction with our transition. So also, I would say, find out what he is comfortable with when it comes to his body. I know that some trans men may prefer not to be touched in certain places, so just make sure that you're being, you know, respectful. Um, I think it's a really good topic that you're bringing up, Nicole, for real. Um, so please know that we will be revisiting this in the future, and also just want to say just continue to support his choices when it comes to his body so let let him know that you're his rock behind him you know that you're behind whatever decision that he makes a hundred percent i'm also going to say that if you can be patient with him um, if he has chosen to take hormones they can really affect his moods and his attitude and I know that for you, it can be difficult at times um, if you're in that situation. But if you can, you know, try to be patient and understanding. And that really, really can go a long way. Um, thank you again for your question and for your support, Nicole. And like I said, we will be touching on this topic again. So be sure to keep listening because we are going to discuss it. All right, moving forward. Hi, uh, my name's Blair, and I'm responding to the Dysphoria Podcast. Um, I just wanted to say that to any of you trans men out there who feel very dysphoric, um, I do too, um, and I know one thing that helps me get through my transition is the fact that I'm not alone. Um, you know, at times when I have questions or I need I need some type of advice, you know, I reach out and I, I definitely... Um, advise you all to do that as well it's very important very important to keep your body and your mind healthy but especially your mind during your transition because as we all know the hormones can definitely take a toll um so please 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 don't feel alone you definitely have support out there and and take care of yourself all right and i wish the best to you all and have a great day thank you for your input blair uh you are so correct you know, you definitely are not alone, and it really is helpful to reach out to others who have gone through the same process. They really have so much advice that they're able to bestow on us. And I know that it's helpful to know that someone else went through the same thing that you did and that they made it, you know, because that means that if they were strong enough to make it through, so are you. Um, you're also right about keeping your body and your mind right. And I'm so glad that you mentioned that because it's really important. And, you know, if we're being honest, the hormones can take a toll on you. And I've noticed that I can be more irritable um, than before. And even my anger can be harder to control. So I definitely recommend everyone to pay attention to this. 
and you know go ahead and take whatever steps you need to keep your emotions or your anger in control I don't know whether that's you know seeing a therapist or even meditating but make sure that your emotional health does not go ignored um, I also want to add that those of you who are taking tea um, testosterone it's very important to stay up to date with your doctor um, about a year and a half into taking testosterone I was informed that I was at risk for a blood clot because my blood was thickening too much from taking tea um, and I actually had to have my dosage, scale, my dosage scaled back in order to be safe so you know with that being said I hope all of you are still under the care of a physician and that you're still have a, having regular checkups because you really never know a checkup just might save your life because it saved mine alright thank you so much Blair uh, for your input and all right, let's move on. We'll be right back after a brief message from our sponsors. Hi, my name is Angel. I've been on testosterone for a whole year. I just want to focus on dysphoria and advice. Uh, for dysphoria, I'd like to say that it's going to be an everyday challenge for you. The more you get over those little hurdles, the easier and easier and easier it'll start to become. And then you realize that you're the man that you want to be. Uh, for advice, I would have to say be very patient. The medication is doing what it needs to do, but it takes time for that beard to come in. It takes time for your voice to deepen. It takes time for your body to actually process the medication and work its magic. For anyone needing more advice, I would recommend to listen to these podcasts as I'm starting to too. Thank you. Hey, Angel. Uh, thank you so much for sending in your advice. Um, I do want to say congratulations on making one year. Um, that's a great milestone for you as well. So just want to say congratulations. Um, you're right. Every time you make it over each of those hurdles, it gets easier. And I feel like you find different ways and different tools to deal with it better the next time. Um, I think you just gave some of the best possible advice. You said to be patient. Be patient. For those men who chose to use hormones, the medication is doing what it's supposed to do. You're so right. And I know that it can be hard to be patient. You know, you take that, fo that first dosage of testosterone and it's only natural to start looking for those changes. You know, you take a couple shots, might be flexing in the mirror. I don't know. I mean, things that I did. I was checking my voice on apps, trying to see if my voice was changing looking at my chin, seeing if I had hair coming in, you know, it'd been like two shots, you know. So being patient, like you said, is important. Um, it takes time for body hair to grow. It takes time for your voice to deepen. You know, even I have to realize that it takes time for my voice to deepen and that I have to continue being patient. So thank you again for your advice, Angel, and I really do appreciate you for listening. All right, we're going to keep moving on. Hello, so my name is Sia, and I just want to talk about my dysphoria. My dysphoria was uh, revolving a lot more around my chest and my voice before my transition. So I'm just out, out here to say I respect uh, trans folks who 
are here today in 2019 who have not yet started transition um it's not easy yes but then you know that you are not alone we are here with you so if you feel like you um having dysphoria moments don't be afraid to reach out to your fellow trans folks who are able to listen to you sometimes talking just helps and if there's anyone who wants to talk who wants somebody to listen to them shout out and don't be afraid to talk that's um basically that and thank you for this platform guys hey sia uh, thank you so much for tuning in and for offering your advice to all of our trans brothers out there. I can definitely relate with you um, when it comes to your chest and your voice being the primary areas where your dysphoria has affected you. And you're right. You know, when you're going through all of this, you have to remember that you're not alone. You're not alone. And just remember that you always have a network of people here at Trans and Color who are more than happy to answer questions and to encourage you during this time. Um, and the people here are definitely more empathetic because, you know, they're also going through the same thing that you are. Um, so thank you again, Sia, for uh, commenting and for tuning in. All right. Well, those are all of the voice messages that we've received for this evening. And I really want to thank all of you for taking the time out, not only to listen, but to provide feedback and advice. You all are truly amazing. Um, it's about time to wrap things up this evening. But once again, I just want to thank all of you for tuning in for part two of Dysphoria. And remember that you can follow us on Instagram at trans underscore in underscore color. And now you can follow us as well on Facebook um, at trans in color. And you're able to join our Facebook group. Um, we are going to include the link in the about this episode section. And if you want to have your question or your comments featured, or if you would like your business advertised on our next episode, simply send us a DM or an email. Um, you can visit us at www.transincolor.com and don't forget to subscribe and to share. Um, remember that we're also available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. So catch us next week and we'll see y'all then. Hey, uh, my name is Sean. I'm uh I responded to the dysphoria uh, podcast. Um, I just so I'm not on T. No shots, no jail, no anything. Um, just happened to be, you know, someone who has grown a lot of facial hair and had to hide it all these years. And now I'm just um, finding that it's hard for me to uh, accept myself as who I'm seeing. I mean, I love who I see in the mirror, but. I'm being told, you know, you don't have to get on TV, you know. you got enough facial hair and, you know, your voice is deep enough. But I just don't feel, you know, enough me. Um, and thanks for the podcast and everything. Uh, big ups. Thanks. All right, Sean. Thank you so much for your comment. You know, you are the only person who can make that decision on whether you want to be on T or not. Some guys feel completely fine without taking tea, and, you know, others don't. 
So that's your decision. And really, no one else should dictate your actions. If you don't feel like you're enough yourself, like you were saying, and you feel as though tea would help you in that process, then I feel like you should go to your doctor and ask about the process of starting tea. You know, it's your life and you should be happy. So as long as as long as you're being safe, I see no problem in you taking those steps to start um, testosterone. All right, Sean, I really thank you so much for your support. All right, y'all. Well, it is about time to wrap wrap things up. Um, Once again, I do want to thank all of you for tuning in. Remember that you can follow us on Instagram at trans underscore in underscore color. And now you can also follow us on Facebook. And that's trans in color. Um, And you can go there and join our Facebook group. Um, We're going to include that link again in the about this um, portion of the episode. So you can just click there and go to the Facebook site. Um, If you do have any questions or comments that you want featured or you want your business advertised on our next episode, um, simply send us a DM or email. Um, You can always visit us at www.transandcolor.com. And don't forget to subscribe and share if you don't mind. We'd truly appreciate that. Um, Remember, we're available on Spotify. Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, um, and here on Anchor. So thank you so much for tuning in and catch us next week.